you're tuned in to the Dad Smoking Cigars podcast. This podcast may contain adult language as well as discussion about tobacco and alcohol. Listener discretion is advised. So I moved across the room. Yep, I did that. And I opted for the comfy chair. And so far, seems to be working out. I promise that the discussion is going to be more interesting than where I decided to sit in my studio. We definitely got some cool shit to talk about in this edition of the Dad Smoking Cigars podcast. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Dad Smoking Cigars podcast. I am your host, Kyle D. Garrett, and the Dad Smoking Cigars podcast is sponsored by Casa Cueva Cigars from our Casa to yours. And dun, da, 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 as of this week, Pariah Cigars. That is right. I have partnered with the Bakersfield gentleman, Frankie Miguel, the Brothers Extraordinaire. And uh, their cigar brand, Pariah, which launched a couple years ago. And I was privileged enough to be able to review some of the first cigars they put out. And they have been kind enough to continue to send me some newer cigars as they've come out. I got to hang out with them uh, in Vegas uh, during TPE. Got to, you know, have good conversation. Got to have dinner together and do some cool shit. And uh, they passed along a couple more cigars that just came out, including the California Dream in Volume 2 and the Lucky You, and that rhymes, but you don't care. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Miguel hit me up this week and he asked me the question, are you open to more sponsorships? And I was like, um, yes, of course, I would love to partner with you guys. So it is a done deal, and uh, I couldn't be more excited. I am very, very happy to be a part of the Pariah Cigars family. Very grateful to Frankie and Miguel. I've known those guys for a few years now, and uh, they have always been very supportive of what I do here in Dad Smoking Cigars. And um, yeah, man, they never cease to amaze me with how kind and generous they are. Two really great guys, and uh, I look forward to you know, all the many possibilities and different things we can do while collaborating together and, of course, plugging Pariah Cigars, which is something I am very excited to do. And on that note, down in the description, if you're watching on YouTube or in the show notes, if you're listening on the various podcast platforms that this podcast is available on, um, I am going to be leaving some affiliate links down there for you to check out, and it gives you the chance to order some pariah cigars and they got a 
few different options on how to order them. You can get the entire lineup, uh, which is every single cigar that they put out so far. Um, you can get the new California Dream in Volume 2 in either a 5 or 10 pack, or you can get a little sampler. And it, it's just the possibilities are, well, they may not necessarily be endless because there's only a few, <laughs> few options to purchase, but you'll get to enjoy Pariah Cigars, which so far they have... They have all been excellent. Uh, they're great cigars, and I, um, I'm very proud of what uh, Frankie Miguel have accomplished. And uh, again, happy to be a part of it. Well, sadly, I smoked my last Pariah cigar today, which was the California Dream in Volume 2. I smoked that during the uh, live stream announcement I did on my Instagram, which obviously was apropos as I was announcing my partnership, sponsorship with Pariah Cigars. So, unfortunately, I'm not smoking a Pariah cigar tonight, but I am instead smoking my very first Dissident cigar. This one in particular is called the Block B-L-O-C. This one was actually given to me by the wonderful and lovely lady who owns Dissident Cigars, Sin Coburn, who was so much fun to talk to. I had such a great conversation with her. We mainly talked about cigars and dogs because she, her and her husband... Josh, they love their dogs. They love dogs, just period. They have adopted dogs. They've rescued dogs. And they are dog lovers to the extreme. And I love that about them because I'm a dog lover myself. I've grown up with dogs. And uh, my kids are right now, like almost every day, saying, when are we going to get a dog? When are we going to get a dog? And my answer is usually, well, when your mom gets used to the idea of having a dog in the house, which she hasn't 100% warmed up to. She's open to it. She is looking into dogs and stuff like that. And so far, basically, her one condition is that we get a hypoallergenic dog, meaning a dog that does not shed. And with my allergies... Motherfucker! Burn my hand with the fucking ash when it fell off. Jesus! What was I talking about? Oh yeah, getting a dog. I'm on board with getting a non-shedding hypoallergenic dog because my allergies fuck with me on a regular basis. Um, I don't always take medication for it, but occasionally I will be popping one of those 24-hour pills because I will be at work. I work in the outdoor garden area of a hardware store, and I'll be out there sometimes, especially right now because it's spring. Seasonal allergies kill me every year. It's usually towards the end of summer leading into fall. And when spring comes around, my nose just is, is it just, I'm, I feel like I'm being tortured. Like somebody is sending little teeny tiny bugs flying up my nose and I'm walking around making faces like this. You can't see the faces I'm making if you're just listening on the podcast, but they're goofy ass faces. I look like I'm like, I'm trying to come out of like a daze or something like somebody hit me in the face with a frying pan and I like I'm blinking and you know, weird facial expressions and ticks because I just feel like I got all this dust or pollen or whatever other irritants are going up my nose. And so uh, it's no different with dogs. I can't have cats. I am deathly allergic to cats. Slight exaggeration, not necessarily deathly allergic, but it feels like I'm dying when I'm around them. And I don't mind cats too much, but they're, they're, they're tricky little fuckers. I don't... <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I heard somebody say, like, uh, it, it was a comedian, I think, who's talking about how when you get home, if you have a dog, 
when you get home they're so happy to see you they have been looking forward to being around you all day they're just like where have you been i'm so excited you know their tails wagging so hard that their butt is you know wiggling along with it their their whole world revolves around you you know or you're their whole world i should say you're their whole world and they look forward to get your attention your love and spending time with you every single day whereas a cat when you come home they act like you're coming into their house as opposed to you're coming home to your house and you happen to have a cat so cats are they're so aloof and and standoffers sometimes they can be very sweet they can be cuddly they want they you know they want attention from their owners and stuff like that but uh can't do cats cats um cats would kill me and they wouldn't even have to touch me no scratch if i do if i get scratched by a cat though holy shit anytime i get scratched like the area will swell like i've gotten bitten by dogs i've gotten bitten by you know you know well i've gotten mostly bitten by dogs and you know, there were times that it got kind of nasty because maybe I didn't, you know, uh, use disinfectant or something like that. But when a cat has scratched me, like, the area swells. I, I kid you not. It swells up because whatever little nasty bits the cats have on them, I'm also allergic to that too. Not just the shit that I breathe in from their hair and dander. So no cats. But dogs, I, I, I would love to have a dog as a pet again. I haven't had a dog as a pet since I lived at home, and I haven't lived at home for all over 15 years. So, um, you know, I would love to have a dog again. Currently dog-sitting my dad's dogs, who uh, you heard one of them barking in the episode that I hung out with my dad in, and that is my dad's Welsh Corgi, Bella. And the other dog is a big dog whose name is Bruno, and he's a Rhodesian Ridgeback mixed with something else. I think Pitbull. I, I I don't know. But he's a big boy. But he's a big softy. Loves to lick you constantly. And he will like. When he comes towards you. He'll be licking the air. And he's just waiting for it to make contact with your face. If you want face kisses. He'll lick your hand and your arm. He's sitting next to you. And sometimes it's weird. And other times it's really sweet. But. I'm enjoying having dogs in the house again. The shedding is driving my wife fucking nuts, though. I'm I, I'm not kidding. And uh, she's, it's one of those things where I have to remind her. I'm like, because they have spent time at our house before. And I said, honey, they did this the last time. And she's like, it wasn't this bad the last time. I'm like, yeah, it was. It's just been a while. So you don't remember how bad it was the last time, which is as bad as it is right now. Which really isn't that bad, but then again, I'm biased. I grew up with dogs. She did not. She never had any pets growing up, which is bananas to me because one of the best parts of growing up is having some kind of a pet. I had, you know, I had a, I mostly dogs. I had a turtle. I had a couple of lizards, and I loved having pets. Pets make life more bearable and more joyful, especially when you're really sick and tired of dealing with people. Animals seem to have more sense and understanding of how the world works, and they bring you joy. And uh, I can't imagine not growing up with pets. I mean, whether it's dogs or something else. But alas, my wife did not grow up with pets, and so trying to get her to warm up to pets, because we had a rabbit not too long ago. Yeah, I said rabbit. We had a bunny. Her name was Stella. 
and uh, her hair was like giving my youngest the worst allergies and the hay and all that stuff and he just like every two weeks he would get just this runny ass nose and it was like he was sick broke my heart but we had to give her away rehome her and thankfully a friend of ours took her and uh so it wasn't it wasn't too terrible but uh she wasn't really completely sold on the bunny just because well bunnies sometimes chew stuff and that bunny chewed a bunch of stuff in our house and my wife um almost went nuclear on a few occasions because <laughs> she's just like she's chewing on stuff i'm like she's a rabbit and i'm not saying i like the fact that she was chewing on stuff far from it but at the same time i was like she's an animal animals chew on shit and you know she I think it was towards the end that she finally kind of got a little more acclimated to her, which is interesting because, you know, then she was gone. But I I really want my boys to know what it's like to grow up with a dog or dogs. I mean, obviously, if you have one dog and you have them, their full happy life after they're gone, there's a void. And so you want to, you know, have another dog and, you know, another dog after that. I You know, it... It was a cycle I had throughout my life, and I love how I'm going down this, uh, well, almost literal rabbit hole, but talking about other animals as well, dogs mainly, after just talking about my conversation with Sin Coburn and back to the dissident cigar, the block. This is actually very, very tasty. It's kind of got a nice chocolatey uh, prof flavor profile to it. Not too strong. Um, it's uh, not got too crazy bold of a flavor profile. But it is quite nice. Did it go out? No, I saved it. <laughs> Sorry. But boomeranging back around to um, my new partnership, sponsorship with Pariah Cigars. Um, I got to say, and this is where I kind of... Uh, I'm not going to get emotional, but I'm kind of going to get a little bit, uh, I don't know, just a, a sentimental, I think is the word. Or sentimental, you know, um, just thinking about things and how things are right now and how far I have come as a content, as a, as a cigar content creator. Um, you know, I didn't start this out by myself. Um, cigar show Tim Long. I always I always make sure to acknowledge him because he was instrumental in the beginning of and you know start of Dad smoking cigars. We did it together for a little over no almost well about a year and a half, close to two years because we started in 2018, and then it was when the pandemic hit and we were having to record episodes. Um, uh, basically remote um i would be out of my patio and he would be in his garage and we would record episodes and put them out and just with everything that was going on and uh we were kind of being pulled in different directions that is when it just became me little old me and i'll admit it was it was intimidating it was intimidating for me to take this on by myself um not that i didn't feel like i not that i didn't feel like i was up to the task i really 
I mean, I, I knew I had the drive and desire to do it. Um, but because I would, and I'm going to take a small dig slash give a backhanded compliment to, uh, my longtime friend, Cigar Show Tim Long. Um, that guy is just a guy who once he gets, I don't want to say fixated on something, even though I think it is an appropriate word, but once he gets, you know, set on something, something that, you know, he, he catches a fire, so to speak. And when dad smoking cigars was, you know, becoming, you know, when the ball was rolling, so, you know, and we were gaining more followers and subscribers, um, he just started doing shit, <laughs> you know, he created a logo. He didn't, you know, it's just like, he just all of a sudden, oh yeah, I did this and I did this. I'm like, and I, and I had no phone call, no text. You didn't want to call me and, you know, do a consult, do a powwow, have a sit down. I mean, come on, man, this is you and me. We're doing this together, right? Together. And, uh, yeah, he just, it's just his nature. It's something that I've just learned to accept because it's just how he is as uh, annoying it may be at times, but again, sorry Tim, I have to take a dig at you, it's required, we've known each other for over 20 years. But Tim kind of just took the reins, and I was along for the ride, and then, you know, to make a long and very convoluted story short, because of just circumstances, the pandemic especially, we were going to actually have a cigar show out in Arizona that Tim had worked his ass off for, and the pandemic completely blew that all to hell. And we, it just, you know, the best laid plans of mice and men, as they say, often go wrong. Oft gone aglay, as it says in the Robbie Burns poem. Um, but, um, yeah, it, uh, there was a significant shift during that time. And as we were being pulled in different directions, had a very amicable um, parting of the ways. Um, it was, it was now on me to either put dad smoking cigars to rest or keep on keeping on and recording more content. And I decided to go with the latter and I'm very grateful that I did, you know, fast forward to later that year, built this studio, not by myself. Tim was also instrumental in that just because, you know, he, he knew what he was doing. I did not. And so he helped me get it all the framework set up and, and you know hanging up the drywall and then the rest I did myself and uh, it was uh, it was quite the undertaking and it was one of those things where just like <laughs> you start off with a certain amount for a budget and then that budget keeps getting bigger and bigger and you start adding more shit to your space and I feel like now at this point my the, the space is what it should be it feels a lot more comfortable feels a lot more cozy doesn't feel like the space that i just cram myself into record content and smoke cigars because for a while it kind of felt like that it was messy it was cluttered and it took me a while to finally get things to a point where i felt like i was walking into a comfortable space and you know <laughs> this chair that i'm sitting in and in the chair that you normally see me sitting in behind my bar table when I'm shooting content, you know, the usual blue wall with the Casa Cuevas sign behind me, both that chair and this chair were on the side of the street, on my street. I mean, it was one of those things where, like, I saw an opportunity. And I didn't know if I needed this chair. 
I I kind of felt silly at first, and it, it was a hell of a, cha- a challenge to get it in here. Um, the other one, it was pretty easy. It's a gaming chair, but it's also very comfy and easy to maneuver. And, you know, even this side table that I just recently put in my studio, one of my neighbors put it out in front of their house with a sign that said free. And that this was kind of, I feel like, the the final touch. And with a few rearrangements and hanging of shelves and things like that, it, the studio has become my my little oasis that I love to come in here and just something and now even like I love coming in here just to sit because it's my space it is my area my man cave my my hiding place it, it, it's my it's my spot it's my space and um, I mean really nobody bothers me in here but you know it's just another another feature of the journey that I've I've taken and things that have happened that had I not continued on with dad smoking cigars wouldn't have happened I don't think you know not to mention my uh, my pon- my partnership sponsorship with Casa Cuevas the Cuevas family my my goodness I can't there's there's not enough good things I can say about them I love those people dearly they have been so kind and so generous and so giving and they continue to be be those things and continue to do the things that they normally do had a great conversation with Luis Cuevas today we were just talking about life he was talking about business and how crazy things are over in the Casa Cuevas offices and things like that stuff going on and you know um, and we got to talk about life and health and all that kind of stuff so I love the fact that there's a friendship as well as a, you know, uh, a networking relationship, a business type relationship, and we get to support each other. I can support his family's brand and he and his family support what I do. And that's pretty fucking incredible. Um, Again, just another thing that I don't think would ever have happened had I decided to hang things up with Dad Smoking Cigars. Which brings us to the present. The now. Live in the now! Which is what I'm doing. It's pretty incredible. The relationships that I have been able to build, the networking I've been able to accomplish, and the connections that I have. I mean, connections that I didn't necessarily seek out on my own. People who decided, for whatever reason, to get in touch with me. Again, little old me. I don't know why, but they decided to hit me up. I've been, you know, I've been able to connect with people from brands like AJ Fernandez and Drew Estate. And I have been, you know, again, touched by those companies' generosity as well. Um, getting to do cool shit with those brands. I mean, gosh, man. The, and I'm not saying this this stuff to brag. It's just, I just, I, I don't think this stuff would have happened had I not, again, continued on with Dad smoking cigars. Um, because I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. There has been uh, a small handful of occasions where I straight up wondered if I wanted to keep doing this. Um, I almost hung it up just decided that's it fuck it i 
don't want to keep doing this. Because at times it just felt like it was uh, not reaping any rewards. Um, that I was just putting content out into cyberspace that no one was seeing or paying attention to. Little did I know that there were people who were seeing and paying attention. And those were the people who would get in touch with me and say, hey, we would like to support you. Would you be down to support us? And I, of course, said yes, because I love opportunities like that, especially when it comes to a new brand, a boutique brand or something like that. I absolutely love bringing obscure and lesser known brands into the limelight. That is honestly one of my favorite things to do in regards to being a content creator and being a cigar personality influencer. Still hate that word, but it fits because, you know, there's a lot of us. It's It's been very humbling in those times, and it's, it's usually at the times when I'm wondering, what, what am I doing? Do I want to keep doing this? Is this something I really want to commit to? It's eating up, you know, certain amounts of time in my life, time I could be committing to other things. And, you know, I it's in those moments that things tend to happen. It tells me that I still have more to do with this than I might have thought in that moment. So really, this is this is an episode just revolving around gratitude, gratitude for the opportunities that I've been given gratitude to the people who have invested in me believed in me trusted my opinion um my thoughts uh been generous with their product i mean which is their livelihood they don't have to be as giving as they have been as generous as they have been they didn't have to do any of that and most of the time I don't even have to ask, but they decide to be kind and generous and giving, sending me their product to review or just out of the kindness of their heart because I don't know. They like me for some reason. <laughs> I, 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 I prefer to think I'm a likable guy and, you know, evidence would suggest that I am, but at the same time, I've never thought that I'm such a likable guy that people would just hand me shit. <laughs> but there just have been times I've been absolutely blown away. I mean, many times. Leading up to now, continuing on. Probably past this moment. Uh, things I haven't thought of or brought, you know, that I haven't said. But I am blown away on a, on a regular basis. And it encourages me and it motivates me to just keep doing this. I have fun doing it, honestly. I have a blast. You know, sometimes I ramble on and on, as you guys know, and I'm still kind of figuring out how this, how all this shit works because this is a completely different format than what I was doing before. I felt like a change was necessary. Time will tell whether or not this change is going to be the change that really, truly... Uh, pans out for me but in any case I'm chilling in my studio in a very comfortable chair getting to record more content for you guys and I I get I get a good amount of feedback from a number of you 
who appreciate what I do. And I'm grateful for you guys, too. That's just another thing. The support I get from you guys um, has been nothing short of fantastic. So thank you. Thank you, thank you for all of your support. Um, it does not go unnoticed. So thank you guys who still tune in. Thank you guys who still listen, who still watch, who endure my painfully bad dad jokes, my cringy moments on camera in on audio and all of that. You guys continue to tune in. Uh, and whether or not you make it to the end of the video or the entire episode of the podcast, you showed up for a little bit. You may not have had as much time in your day to commit to watching the entire episode because I know the episodes can be long. And uh, yeah, I appreciate the fact that you guys still tune in, still comment, and still reach out to me. At the very least, you give me your likes on Instagram and here and there on my other platforms. So, y'all rock. I love you. So I want to say thank you again to Frankie Miguel for uh, making me a part of the Pariah Cigars family. Um, obviously, thank you to the Cuevas family, Casa Cuevas Cigars, for your continued support and generosity. I love you guys very much. And, uh, yeah, to everyone and anyone who was ever a part of this journey, whether we still talk, we haven't talked in a long time, maybe we've gotten disconnected, or there have just been, uh, there's just been a lack of communication. I want you to know that I appreciate you too, because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you either. So even if we've lost touch, even if we have become disconnected and time and distance has created space between us uh, I want you to know that I'm grateful for you and the role you have played in getting dad smoking cigars to where it is now to where I am now and uh, it's crazy to think that in just a couple of short months I'll have been doing this for five years five years of dad smoking cigars I think maybe I should do something to uh, celebrate and make things, you know, interesting. Maybe a giveaway or something along those lines. I'm pretty sure I can uh, pull something together by then. And uh, I think it'll be fun. I think you guys will enjoy it. And I think you guys will get a lot out of it. And hopefully it'll also give me a chance to uh, pay it forward, as it were. And give you guys some uh, cool swag and cigars and stuff like that for somebody to win big and uh, I think if I do a giveaway it's gonna be a big one because I definitely have some wealth to pass around I don't want to just keep it all to myself so I think that's uh, definitely on the horizon so for this episode keeping it short and sweet well shorter than normal Last couple of episodes have been around an hour. And for those of you who listened to the entire episode, thank you. Appreciate you. Um, but I think I'm going to put a pin in it right here. Right there. And leave it at that. I'm getting a little sentimental and sappy because, I mean, really, this is 
this is the coolest thing and you guys make it worthwhile so thank you I appreciate you guys I love you guys and I hope you'll continue to tune in and please if you think your friend or friends would enjoy this channel and I mean this sincerely please not just for subscribers even though I do want my audience to grow um, share this channel with someone who you think might enjoy it and if you haven't yet please because I think a majority of my views are from people who have not yet subscribed to the channel statistics seem to point that out so please do subscribe if you enjoy this content if you enjoy what I do please subscribe like this video and help the channel become more visible I know there's a lot of other cigar enthusiasts aficionados and just people who love sitting down and enjoying a cigar I think they might like this channel so if you know someone or a number of people who would please tell them about this channel and I greatly appreciate it and thank you ahead of time but that wraps it up guys um, I hope you enjoyed this video I'm very excited about the future and things that are coming again I'm going to be leaving affiliate links for pariah cigars in the description below if you're watching on YouTube and in the show notes on the various podcast platforms so please click those links and go buy yourself some pariah cigars you'll be glad you did and uh, please support them by supporting me you're supporting them so please click those links and go and make a purchase I mean this is their cigar their cigar brand is as boutique as it gets because they are two guys with a passion for cigars two brothers who love the cigar community the industry and they just want to make a good product and I believe they have accomplished that so they really could use your support guys again by supporting me you're supporting them so click those links go buy some pariah cigars again you'll be glad you did thank you guys again for tuning in as always i'm your host kyle d garrett hope you guys are staying healthy and safe keeping it smoky and as always i will catch you in the next one <laughs>